0: My dog was about my only friend. I told my wife that a man needs at least two friends. So she bought me another dog. This has been a sad coaching moment. By the four Diegos.
1: Welcome back. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia. Coming up is a wrap of all things happening in EPL football and the world. But first, the Diegos love it when a star of the future emerges in Australian football. And our guest tonight is certainly that. Please, a big for Diegos World Football Weekly welcome to Sydney FC young gun, Terry Antonis. Terry, welcome to the show. Thank you. Not at all. It's Rodrigo Rodriguez here and uh, Warren Diego's with me as well as the great Carlos Alberto (laughs) Diego. Um, Now, Terry, mate... uh, some encouraging performances, you know, in the first two rounds of the A-League. Sydney finally broke through with a gutsy win last weekend against Adelaide. Now, to top it off, the Diegos have bestowed on you our man of the match award, and <laughs> that's not always a good thing. <laughs> so you've got to be
0: really happy with that, Terry. No, no,
2: of course. If you're giving me a man of the match, I'm going to be happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's good that the boys uh, got themselves three points after such a, a battle they had in the first two rounds. Yeah,
2: definitely. It was We're all really happy to get the three points up in that leather way as well so after our first game having a draw with Melbourne victory then a uh, 2-0 loss to Brisbane and then winning against 2-1 against LA so really happy with that
0: Mate it's Carlos Alberto um, and I'm not that great according to Rodrigo but you only 17 years old uh, now in many circles for many many years now you've been uh, identified as possibly the next uh, Harry Kuehl or Tim Kale. Now you got the chance to actually play against the great man uh, Harry Kuehl a few weeks ago. Um, What was that like? Did you you have any time at all to appreciate his talent on the field or was it really stop him at all uh, costs?
2: I'll probably stop him at all costs, but really you think about it, like you're actually, you see him, he was playing for Liverpool, all the big clubs overseas, and you're actually thinking you're on the field with him, so, so it was massive to play against him.
3: Now, Terry, you can't drive and you can't drink. I'm just wondering <laughs> how you celebrate wins, but um, the other thing I'm saying, as child prodigies ourselves, <laughs> tell us what the biggest step is from playing elite junior football to playing in the A-League against hardened professionals. What are the biggest noticeable differences, say, playing from youth competitions into the A-League that you have to adjust to, even if you're a a talented player like yourself?
2: Just the ball speed. The the more physical, more stronger, more smarter. Just it's a massive jump up. A couple of games, you get used to it. But as I say, I keep learning, keep learning on the field.
0: Now, Terry, everyone who talks about you, especially the older Socceroos and, and uh, some of the mentors you've had, talk about how balanced uh, you are with your life and, and how you take your football so seriously. But you're only a young bloke. You're a, you're a good-looking bloke living in Sydney. I mean, it's a fast city. Uh, we're living in Melbourne, but, you know, we're, we're in a country town compared to you guys. But uh, it's a fast city. Uh, you're, you know, a star of the, uh, of sort of the city's uh, football team. You've been overseas a fair bit now. Everyone, ta- everyone keeps on saying how great you are, what a great potential you've got, how do you deal with that? I mean, does it ever get to the point where you might, where it might sort of um, get away from you a bit and you feel that you're not focusing as much as you can or or you're pretty much, pretty focused on what you're doing?
2: No, pretty focused on what I'm doing, just always focused, just always on my mind on the job, just get done, get it done. So just concentrate all the time.
3: Now, Terry, I'm I'm interested. You've had not only the fortune of playing against Harry Kuehl, you now have a socceroo equal in the generation that he's been in, in Brett Emerton, at your club. I'm wondering if you can tell us a couple of things that you may have learnt from him in the short time that you've been watching him and training with him, just that you can incorporate into your game to make you a better player. Well,
2: he's really professional on and off the field. Really professional, really well mannered, and just—he's just really quick thinking in his mind. What to do on the field, you can see his movement off the ball is just unbelievable. You just watch him, and just one second he's in, and the next second is on the other side of the field. <laughs>
1: Have you told him to stop uh, back healing?
2: <laughs>
1: no, no, Terry, don't, don't answer that, mate. Here on Well Football Weekly, we're speaking with uh, Sydney FC young gun Terry Antonis. Now, what about? Timmy Cale, you know, tell us about your relationship with him. He brags about you every chance he gets. Uh, You've definitely got an admirer there.
2: Nah, well, I first met him when I was nine years old. My best friend is his cousin, so I met him through there, and just from there we kicked on. I'm really good, close with him and with his family, so I really look up to him.
0: Now, Terry, you uh, ended up as a fourteen-year-old signing for Everton, I believe, and it was a five-year contract. It was only the, the FIFA laws about uh, young kids under eighteen uh, moving overseas. Uh, there was a, a restriction on that. Where, I mean, what was that like? And was it very disappointing that you couldn't go over there and develop your game from that age, or do you still have an eye on it, or do you, have you changed your tune altogether and actually decide to build a bit of a reputation in the A League, establish yourself here before you go?
2: Yeah, definitely. I want to stay here and um, establish myself here. I've got another two more years here. But at the time, it was a bit disappointing to go, not go over. But meanwhile, I went down to the AS. I was really happy going down there for a year. From now, I went to Sydney. So I was really happy playing now, I'm playing the A-League. You know, so I think it's a good move staying staying back home. So I'm glad it happened. Now, Terry,
3: I'm just, we're interested in Sydney, and I think... Um I'm certainly thinking that you're not a sleeper. You're a real. Abil- you've got an ability as a team to challenge. You've had a bit of a strange start to the season in the fact that of your first four games with the Melbourne Heart coming up this week, you've played three of them away from from home. Does that make it a, a little bit harder in terms of the travel and in terms of building up a fan base and the supporter base that that you guys can obviously generate through having Brett Emerton at the club? Yeah,
2: definitely a little bit. Well rather play at home, really, to get all the crowd, everyone there to get our support and that. But going away, the way fans come, and it's great to see them there all cheering us on. So the travel and all that, it's not bad, really. It's not too far. It's not 13 hours or so. So it's only a two-hour, one-hour trip, so it's not too bad.
1: Now, Terry, um, just getting back to uh, when you were a young, uh, young lad. You're not that old now. You're 17. But uh, when, you were, <laughs> when you were around 10 years old, uh, you know, you won a uh, television uh, talent competition um, on a on a current affairs program, but you won a trip to Madrid to make a training skills uh, DVD with uh, none other than uh, David Beckham. Um, tell us what that was like uh, for a 10-year-old boy going to Madrid. And um, did you get to play with Beggs and Posh's uh, sons?
2: No, <laughs> it <laughs> was a great experience, really, when... When I won that competition off um, Channel Seven, it was really, it was really good to get the opportunity to go meet him there and have a three-day training session with him and make a video of him. So it was a dream come true, really. You see that you see him; he's playing for Real Madrid, and you're actually going to train with him, shake hands with him, and kick the ball with him. So it was pretty good.
3: Did you have any chance to nutmeg
0: the great man, Terry?
2: Uh, I tried, but it didn't happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what did you think about the talent, by the way? For you to win that competition, obviously there were kids from all around the world who were uh, selected to, uh, to be part of that DVD. All of them would have been great talents as far as juggling balls and, and, and their skill level. What was it like uh, being with some of the best in the world at that age?
2: Well, Great, because you get to see all the kids around the world and you make new friends and you get to see what they can, do, what kind of tricks they do. So you try to pick up off them.
1: Well, mate, uh, you've been showing us your tricks uh, so far this season. You know, we, we, we think we found you last year. We, <laughs> uh, we talked about you uh, all the time on our uh, radio shows. It's been fantastic to finally get you on the show. <laughs> and, uh, mate, uh, we really appreciate your time here on World Football Weekly and uh, we're really looking forward to seeing your development uh, throughout your career and, of course, this year as well. Thanks for your time.
2: No, thank you so much.
1: Not at all. That was Terry Antonis, Sydney FC young gun. Really looking forward to seeing him develop over the next uh, few years. Coming up, it's an EPL football update uh, with Warren and Carlos and myself, and uh, we'll talk about everything uh, in the global scene. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia.
0: If your coach is not fired with enthusiasm, he will be fired with enthusiasm. This has been a profound coaching moment by the four
2: Diego's.